I have epic moments on the shitter where it's just like <laughs> where it feels like I'm saving the world. Welcome to the current edition of Game On, a podcast about gaming and nerd culture from a gay perspective. As always, I am your host, Mark Waters, and with me I have our regular co-host, Adam. Hello, friends. And Stephen is not with us this week. Uh, He is off at FlameCon, but I know he'll be listening, so we say a big hello to Stephen. Hey, girl. (laughs) Hey, girl, hey, as he would would say. He's fond of that. So in uh, Stephen's place this week, we have our guest host, Tracy Hart. He goes by Trey, Dr. Trey. (laughs) You pointed it out. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Are you from the Midwest? No. Oh. I just like to quote Connie Britton whenever I can. (laughs) It's a Nashville reference. (laughs) Friday Night Lights, but close close enough. Well, I guess she says it in both. Same location. (laughs) So uh, we're going to start with interviewing Trey a little bit about... Your gaming background. When did you start gaming, do you think? Uh, ever since I can remember. I, I started with Super Nintendo when I was like a little kid. Mm. But my the big breakthrough was the N64. I That was probably... Well, I don't want to say that was the peak. Probably like the PlayStation, Xbox era, PlayStation 2 Xbox era was mm. my peak. But I played... Ever, you know, like I played games from a wide variety of genres. Uh, probably my biggest... Like the game that that had the biggest inspiration on me was Final Fantasy VIII. And that's... Uh, so See, here we are talking about Final Fantasy I know, I gotta get into it. <laughs> so Seven is the one that is always... You know, he's always telling me, oh, you gotta play Seven, you yeah. gotta play Seven. So what was it about Eight? Well, I, you know, Eight was the first one I played. Oh. And lots of people, their introduction into the world of role-playing games was Final Fantasy Seven, And so I... I kind of missed the boat on that. Though I did end up playing Final Fantasy Seven at some point. But uh, Eight was... Did it feel regressive? Like you were going backwards? Kind of. <laughs> a little bit. Especially if you start with the newer one and go back to that one, you'd be yeah. like, oh. oh. Well, it, it, it's, ah. you know, it. I mean, I think Final Fantasy VII is an excellent game, but uh, Eight just has, I mean, how I felt playing Eight was, I've never quite captured that again, so... Well, I know. I know. Of, <laughs> it was your gateway drug. It was. Kind of elation. <laughs> now he's been, always been chasing that high. <laughs> so what's, following the dragon. Yes. What's better, um, playing Final Fantasy VIII or having sex for the first time? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, they sound like very similar experiences to me. I would say that ha- that playing Final Fantasy VIII was maybe more immediately gratifying. <laughs> than, <laughs> like. It was, you know, it wasn't um, confusing and scary and and (laughs) uncomfortable. And you didn't have to fight so hard. No. (laughs) And so... So what was the big game on Nintendo 64? Because I was, you know, we... When I grew up, we didn't have a lot of money. (laughs) So I think we skipped that and Dreamcast and, you know... Well, GoldenEye was like, is sort of the crown jewel of... Well, and also like Ocarina of Time, The Legend of Zelda... Well, for me, um, I I uh, I think Perfect Dark is like the best N sixty four game ever. What was that? It's it was by the same team that did GoldenEye. Mm. It was uh, it was Rareware, and it was sort of like the spiritual successor, but it had nothing to do with it. But the gameplay is really similar. But it's just like GoldenEye times ten, like more with James maps. Bond. What's that? No, it's oh. uh, Joanna Dark. It's like a completely original story. Oh, okay. And unfortunately, the reputation of the franchise was kind of ruined by Perfect Dark Zero, which was a sequel released on the 360. But the original Perfect Dark, to this day, there's I don't think there's hardly any first-person shooters that have the amount of content that Perfect Dark had. Like, just, there was so much, so many guns, so many maps, mm-hmm. so many modes, Like, and there was just so much to do. I played that game... I mean, I must have played it like 100 hours or something. <laughs> now, I've never heard of this character. Is she a cop? Is she a detective? What is she? She's like a, She's kind of like a James Bond, but female. But she's like a, you know, just a super elite sort of killer. It sounds like type. there's a franchise waiting to be exploited there. Well, I don't know. Because, you know, the company Rareware was bought by Microsoft. and Oh, that's um, right. fucked. Well, they well, like that, wasn't that the same studio that did like Banjo and Kazooie and yeah, there was a couple other franchises that sort of got on the N sixty in the middle of nowhere. Totally on the N sixty four, they were like like on the top of the world. I mean, yeah, they had great franchises, and then when they transitioned to X, 
like they were bought by Microsoft and then they made like nothing for Xbox. Mm -hmm. Like they had like this period of time where they were developing Perfect Dark Zero, but nothing came out for years. And then they came back on the Xbox 360 and there was all this time in between. And then the games they released just did not meet expectations. And since then, they've they've made really good games like Viva Pinata, which is surprisingly <laughs> excellent. Yes. And um, and Perfect Dark Zero is a little bit underrated, but it still doesn't compare to the first one. Yeah, they they used to just be such a creative company with such funny like I mean they had great dialogue in their didn't, games. And didn't stuff. they also do like the Donkey Kong Country? Uh, they did. Series? Oh, they yeah. did those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they oh, did Donkey okay. Kong Country. Those I'm familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> They did Jet Force, <coughs> Jet Force Gemini, Killer Instinct. They, oh, yeah. um, I mean, they did so many, I mean, so many great games. What grade was this for you? Would you say? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm trying to place it in context of my own history. My N64 days were were I think from second grade ish to like sixth grade maybe. I think or maybe seventh grade. I remember playing Perfect Dark when I was in sixth grade with my was friends. There, was there anything like racy about it or was it did they even have ratings on games at that point? They did. They did. Their games their games weren't racy except they did one called Conquer's Bad Fur Day, which was like about Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It was like M rated and totally <laughs> I mean it was like if you watch if you play it now, like the humor's really like it's, silly it's like and juvenile Simpsons, like the first three seasons when you weren't your parents didn't allow you to watch it but it's like the, the lamest humor ever right <laughs> totally it's a fun i mean it's a fun game they actually remade it on the xbox i think that might have been the one game that they did do i don't want to say that because that might be wrong but they they did release a remake of it did you ever play leisure leisure suit larry no did you ever play any of those i remember that they got an ao rating yeah. you know they're well, supposedly, i mean they're, they're supposedly terrible they are terrible yeah. the whole point of the game is that you just try and get laid yeah you know and i remember god where did i play it i played it on somebody's computer and i played it long enough to go he was on a ship or something and he went to some place and got an enema <laughs> really? Yes. And so you see his bare butt, and somebody sticks a tube up his ass, and then Did she pulls it too? out. Yeah. Oh. Not close up or anything. And this is really bad graphics, too, mind you. Right. But then when she pulls like. it out, all of a sudden the water that's below him gets brown. Oh, God. <laughs> I would say it's in poor taste, but. How classy. I didn't taste it. So. <laughs> I think pretty much like all adult games before a certain period of time were pretty. Yeah, Pretty, like yeah. the the humor is very juvenile. I, I remember playing a game uh, on again on somebody else's computer where it was like the it was called the Farmer's Daughter, and it was just a word game where you just put mm-hmm. in small minor commands mm-hmm. to try right. and move yourself forward in the story. And the whole point of the game is to fuck the farmer's daughter. <laughs> well, oh, there's desperate, a very long, desperate nerds. There's a very long history of games obviously catered to straight men. Of course, <laughs> of course. I wonder, like, if they which did, is why this podcast exists. Well, with all the porn else. stars out there that or porn stars, we call them porn stars, but they do a couple porns and then they're gone. <laughs> and all the motion capture technology and stuff. You know, if if somebody like Falcon put in a lot of money on a gay video game, yeah, you know, although then you get into the uncanny valley. What's that? This was something that I think it was like a 30 Rock (laughs) creation where they talk about the uncanny valley about how the more realistic you get, um, there's like a, there's like a, a point where when you have non-human characters become a certain amount of realistic appearance Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden they look creepy instead of like (laughs) sexy or real. Oh, you mean like obviously... Yeah, you would have to look like it was obviously so. Like you have like C three. I think the examples they use in Thirty Rock are like C three PO on one end, and then Polar Express on the other end. Well, Polar Express <laughs> that was bad. Okay, well they got the eyes wrong. <laughs> they Everyone were dead. knows that dead eyes. <laughs> no, but okay. doll's eyes. Because you knew I was going to bring up Nathan Drake, but you know, oh. in the new in the new <laughs> Uncharted game, which is very realistic looking, he looks hot AF. Okay, you know <laughs> what I mean. Now let know? me let me take this because I can. Oh, I'll start. When we bring up what are we currently playing? Funny you should mention Nathan Drake because I just finished Uncharted Two. Oh, you finished it? <laughs> I oh, did. Good. Probably the best game of the last generation. Sorry, yes. everybody. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I want to play the third one. Again, I don't want to go into too much detail mm. about it because I talked about it on the last podcast, but there still is too much shooting for me. Mm. I like a lot of problem solving, and I was mm-hmm. hoping because he's in, like, it's kind of an Indiana Jones thing that there would be more problem solving. More, more like puzzle. Yeah. yeah. And it, it just wasn't. I, 
I mean, the third game is basically identical to the second game in terms of shooting and puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. But uh, the narrative, yeah, I see that. Different. I I'm the same way. Or I just don't yeah. get my kicks out of you know sharpshooting. Unless that's what, like, when I play Borderlands, for instance, that's what you do. You shoot. Mm-hmm. Although you know. Uncharted is way, Uncharted 2 is way more balanced than the first Uncharted. Oh, yes. I remember, yes. like, parts of the first Uncharted that I almost threw my controller, like... Well, yeah, there would just be waves wave and waves. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. Um, no, the second one's much better. And I loved the story. The design of it was so cinematic that I was like, you know, they could take this story about Shangri-La. Where is that where they go? Shambhala. Yeah, and the it's tree of life. Right. Yeah. The, oh, did they have to change? They couldn't use Shangri-La. I think they the, could prefer the to sap of the tree of life. Yeah. Who, who you know? owns the copyright to Shangri-La? <laughs> I, Dead man. Right. I don't know. Well, it came from that. That one. The, Isn't that a Lost like, Horizon or something like that? Or oh, some, they. Well, yeah. Yes. I think that's where it came from. That's a musical. Is it? How do you know that? Well, it's an old movie. It is an old movie. Yeah. That's how I know it. But <laughs> you used to be able to stream it on Netflix. I don't think you can anymore. I've actually oh, seen uh, on YouTube. I saw it on YouTube. I've seen what's left of the Lost Horizon movie because half of it, or not half of it, but lots of it is lost. And edited out because it wasn't very Well, good. they usually just put like still pictures, uh-huh. you know, like in the, <laughs> the lobby cards. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a grindhouse film. Right? <laughs> so, okay. So I uh, started Uncharted 2. Mm-hmm. Was I, I can't wait to play Uncharted 3, but mm-hmm. I am going to wait because mm-hmm. now I'm playing Far Cry 3 like I said oh, I was yeah. going to. And oh, I just, pl- I played a little bit of it. But I fucked up on purpose because I had to leave, uh-huh. and it wouldn't let me save in the middle of a mission, which is oh. the first mission is you're trying to escape from these guys, right? And so yeah. I just fucked it up, so it would just start from so the beginning. Yeah. Well, that first mission, that was the best thing about Far Cry Three for me was the opening, and then I just got bored. Yeah, that's what you said. Far Cry. You, I'm yeah. sorry. Is Far Cry Three the one where it's like you can light things on fire? That was like the big thing. Is that like there was like fire, really um, realistic fire? Maybe that was the maybe. second one. But I haven't gotten to fire yet. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> this kind of reminds me that what I'm expecting out of Far Cry 3 can, is like, you know, you have to climb up on towers to open up different areas. And that's mm-hmm. a lot like, like Assassin's Creed. Yes, which because it's also an Ubisoft game. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I am actually looking forward to doing the hunting. Because that yeah, was actually... That's, that's fun. I, that was one of my favorite parts from um, Assassin's Creed 3. Mm-hmm. No, 3? What's the one with um, Connor? That it's is not four. Yeah, that's three. Okay, so because four is Black Flag, right? Okay, yeah. so I enjoyed the hunting. I would never hurt an yeah. animal in real life. So this is when video games actually is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and then you can like craft things with your hides, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think this one you can kill like Komodo dragons and all this kind of stuff, right? And <laughs> and it has this kind of same kind of sneaking around that they had that's so fun to do in The Last of Us. Yeah, the I'll tell you though the part that that really got to me in Far Cry Three was. You have these basically enemy camps that you have to clear out, and once you like clear it out and claim it for yourself, then it's like that region is like safe zones, mm-hmm. very similar to Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, but in order to clear out one of those things, you get like two hundred bonus points if you do it st- all by stealth. Yeah. And it takes forever to do one, and there's like there's like thirty that you have to do. Oh my god. Yeah. Well. Similar to any of the Batman games where you use stealth, you know, when the Joker's got his bombs on his goons. But it's so much easier in Arkham because it's third person. Yeah. And this one, you're all you have is your all you. This one, all you have is a first person. You know, you Mm -hmm. have your gun or your bow and arrow. I guess is more stealth, but bow. But um, yeah. bow and arrow counts as stealth in this. Yeah, but you can't really shoot that far. I just no. Kind of... But what if somebody sees an arrow go through somebody's neck? Well, they can. They'll get alerted. But if they don't know where you are, uh-huh. they still won't find you. Hmm. Or a friend just keeled over and died. Yeah. So, <laughs> so really, I would just or... like fi- try to find like some perch and then like use my sniper rifle and try to clear out the thing. But there are like a lot of enemies in those bases, so yeah. it can get really tough. Hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to it. So you might just want to go run in with your shotgun and just kill them all that way. <laughs> no, I want the bonus points. I don't know what you need with those bonus points, but I want them. Tattoos. Oh. And your tattoo, their tattoo, you get a sleeve tattoo because your name is Brody and you're a bro. Oh, That's ridiculous. <laughs> On your extreme vacation. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Adam, what are you currently playing? Um, uh, Yes. 
I'm still playing Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> well, I'm, we expected that. I am mm. almost to 100 hours. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. He won't stop talking great. about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. But um, my shitter game... Yes. Um, Did you know we do frozen, these? Frozen game. Well, let's explain. Still... The shitter games are fun games that we play on our phone. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have mine, but you've been playing Frozen for a while frozen now. Frozen Freefall. Yeah. I just, this weekend, got a thousand stars. What does that get I'm you? I'm guessing, well, That's every impressive. level you can get between one and three stars. Uh-huh. And oh, so I see. I've so done so many, and... so many levels where I have over a thousand stars now. Does that start uh, get a life mode or? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Well, now I've like played through the whole. I've played through like the whole normal game, and then they keep now adding like bonus levels per season. So then it was like you know the Christmas levels, and then right. the New Year's levels, and now I'm on the Valentine's levels. So I'm only a couple months behind. Right. Well, have you spent money on that game? Just curious. Heck no, I don't spend money on <laughs> my phone games. I just spent hundreds of dollars on my console games. <laughs> I spent money yeah. on the Family Guy game. Oh, but you know what I do want to mention is that I pre-ordered my Arkham. Oh, so Arkham what? Knights. What kind of deal did you get? Well, you know, I actually got it was on a, an Amazon deal where they packaged it with. Um, it was only ten dollars over the normal game price, and you got a like hard twenty fifth anniversary hardcover version of the Arkham Asylum graphic novel. Oh. Plus, then you get all the pre-order bonuses. So you get, like, the Harley Quinn DLC, and then there's a separate, like, season pass. But then, you know, you I think the what Stephen was talking about last time, like, the Robin and Nightwing, I think, are included. And Catwoman is included. My Harley brother? Quinn is then, like, an, a, an extra, and Batgirl's an extra. An ex- So you have to... You have to, like, get a season pass or get the DLC. I know. Or just wait a year. And then they, it'll all come out together. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I, I know on the Game of the Year edition. <laughs> that's why I'm so far behind on all all these games. Because then when I actually do buy it, I can get like Wait. the sweetest. You don't like buying games where half the content is locked when mm-hmm. upon release that bothers you. <laughs> I don't like buying a game when I know that it's going to be fifty uh, percent off at Christmas time. Yeah. No, I pretty much I buy games with a delay now too. I used to buy it. Yeah. Well, there's certain games I'll buy like right away. Yeah, Final you Fantasy. know you're gonna do it. Final Fantasy 15 comes out. Oh, Final Fantasy 15 Uncharted 4. I will buy like day of release. Uh-huh. Yes, they did do a a uh, on the PlayStation Store. Apparently, there was I read an article about this that they there was an um, a listing for a boxed set for uh, Uncharted 4. Because apparently they're they're redoing the games yeah. for the new console, but then it was immediately taken off. So hmm. people think that maybe it was a sort of a premature announcement, a premature ejaculation. Oh, that thing! Well, they've they've since officially announced that oh, they the hack that that Uncharted one through three are being remastered for PS4, like officially. Less shooting on number one. <laughs> if you're listening, it's probably going to be the exact same. <laughs> no, so it's, frustrating. Yeah. No, the, I will say though, by just just an aside, on the third one, the shooting is much deeper, and so it's a little bit better. Deeper. The whole combat is done right. Deeper and harder. It's harder. It's and harder wetter. and deeper. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You just bathe in blood. Oh, <laughs> all over me. Get it on my chest. <laughs> well, and that's the one where Young Sully is in it, who was on mm-hmm. my oh. list of my top five. Of or was it top, did we do a top ten? It was a top five, wasn't it? It was a top five for us, probably a top ten for, ten for Steven. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't stay in the boundaries real well. <laughs> I have three things that made me level up this week. <laughs> okay, Trey, what are you currently playing? Well, I'm I'm behind as usual, but uh, I'm actually playing The Evil Within. How long um, have you been playing that? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's been distracting I play you? Pretty... Spill your guts. What's been distracting, What's been distracting me? you? Just life. Life in general? Yeah. No. New job and... <laughs> no new job, oh. but, uh, you know, new boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. Yes, that would... Who that lives would out be... of town, so I yeah. have to travel a lot, but it's a good distraction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it gets so... you out of town. <laughs> yes. That wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, no, it's fun to escape from L.A. <laughs> so I have to say, Escape from L.A., that's a movie. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I... I don't know why I felt the need to mention that, <laughs> considering I've never seen either of them. Yeah, no. Escape from New York or Escape from LA. Um, so you are playing The Evil Within. How mm-hmm. far along do you think you are? I'm probably like 40%. I think it actually has a percentage. I think I'm 43% of the way through or something. Yeah. Um, and I guess technically I'm also playing um, The Last of Us. I'm in a horror mood, but 
each one like kind of pisses me off and then I like play the other one for a while and yeah. then I come back uh-huh. and that's kind of I've been playing Do you play like in regular mode or hard mode or I always play in regular though I am actually thinking of downgrading for Evil Within cause... just because you want to finish it well I like a challenge and I love the the that feeling of of completing something when mm. it's it is hard but Evil Within just ticks me off like it is re- it's really difficult and is that the one where you don't have any weapons no you do no, have you weapons. do but it's like you like never i mean it's true survival horror like more mm-hmm. than yeah than, like resident evil is like you're really low on ammo all the time right. and there's a lot of enemies and they're hard to kill yeah hmm. and there's also traps everywhere and stuff yes. so you can like walk like trip and, wires yeah. and you have to get up close to them and disor- disable them within a certain time limit or else it blows up and it's yeah. not one of those games where there's checkpoints every two seconds yeah so like you'll have to play like you'll just walk and hit a trap and then you have to start over well, from a like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. I watched uh, The Evil... I keep going to say The Evil Dead. I watched The Evil Within. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy that I like to watch play games. Mm-hmm. Now, as I've gotten deeper into gaming, I have watched his stuff a lot less. Mm-hmm. Um, but The Evil Within, I had to keep coming back like week after week like it was a TV show. I was so <laughs> into it. And I couldn't wait for him to upload the next chapter. But I have to say that this really was one of the scariest openings when he's hanging upside down mm-hmm. and there's somebody that's like getting ready to carve yeah. meat or a dead body or so, it's pretty fucking terrifying. Hmm. Um, no, that scene was really well handled and like, and that's a cool sequence because you have no weapons right. and it's real. And like, unlike most games, it's, it doesn't feel like, like you're untouchable. Like you can get killed very easily yeah. in the very first few minutes of the game. And mm. so you kind of get in this immediate like tense mode right away. Yeah. I like that. The thing about this the version that I watched though was that he he really centers on just getting through the levels and he'll stop and pick something up because mm. I know that there's another story that goes along with it. But now I really have to play the game because I have no idea what that backstory is because mm. he he'll read it to himself very quickly but then he cuts it out when he edits it and yeah. says, well, if you want to read it, you can pause it and, you know, and I'm trying to work when I'm watching these. I don't have time to pause and just sit there and read it. I have one eye, on, one eye on the game and the other eye on my work. So I'm looking forward to borrowing it from you when you're done. Yeah, feel free. It's a gorgeous game. So. It does look good. And the guy's really cute, I think. Oh, he's super hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The red bread. Unfortunately, he has... No, what are you talking about? No, the guy, the, the detective in the game. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he has no personality. Yeah. Mm. But... You know, at least he's good to look at. But <laughs> and you wake up in a like an asylum of some sort and travel through mirrors back and forth from this asylum, and you can find mm-hmm. hidden keys mm-hmm. um, by breaking apart these like Virgin Mary statues or something. Yeah. And the key there's a key hidden, and then when you go back to the asylum, there's a nurse that's there that keeps talking to you in a very spooky voice, uh-huh. yeah. and um, you can go behind her desk, and there's a room where you can open up these lockers. Any, any locker you want. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a jar of goop in there that you need to, mm-hmm. to upgrade or there'll be bullets in there or something like that. This sounds like the game where you had played before where you have the item that has the key inside it and you can't get it until you look at the item. Were you, you were the one who was talking about that. Maybe Steven was. Look at the item. Was it a, was it a Resident Evil or a Silent Oh, Hill yeah, or... maybe. Oh, uh, yes. I think that happens in the Resident Evil games, doesn't it? You have to look at them? There's like an item that you have... And you're, you can basically get stuck, but then you get the key once you, like, inspect the item. Oh, that's Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. I love... That's my other series other than Final Fantasy. <laughs> you know, they, they're redoing yeah. those games. For, do you have a PS4? No, not yet. Okay. I'll buy know. it when Uncharted 4 or Final Fantasy Right, when something comes, comes out. out. See, Jason, my brother, really wants to buy the PS4, but only when there's... Uh, when the Arkham Knight is available. Mm-hmm. And so I told him to just shop around because he'll find a good deal somewhere. There are some good deals out there right now. I've seen like at least it, it might not be cheaper than like a PS4 price, but you can usually get really good bundles where you can get a lot of games included. Well, he so doesn't definitely play, shop around. He he doesn't play a lot of games by himself. He he we have a friend that he likes to play the Lego games with, for uh-huh. instance, and they uh-huh. play on Sunday nights, and that's their their time together. Um, so I think the, the Batman games are the only ones that my brother enjoys playing, you know, by himself. Masturbatory. You know, because we're big comic book fans. (laughs) (sighs) So, um, okay. So I put up a post on our Facebook page Mm -hmm. about the Steam console. Yeah. And because I was dumb and bought a Mac, Mm -hmm. which I only use to look at Tumblr, 
I don't even. <laughs> if only I had known that I could just get a MacBook. Um, and, and that's um, qualified Tumblr porn, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, I hate it when the sponsored ads get in the way of my um, fucking. <laughs> I'm like, scroll, scroll, scroll. Oh, that guy's hot. Scroll, scroll. Ad for TP or whatever. Okay, well, we're on this subject. I'm going to interrupt you for one second, Mark, okay. and we're going to come back to this. On Tumblr, and especially on Twitter, I see these ads all the time for Fire Game of War Fire Age. Ugh. Featuring Kate Upton's tatas. <laughs> now, I don't know about you guys, but Kate Upton's hooters do uh, not get me to want to play a mobile game. Well, that's because you're gay. I know. They're trying but... to get the Game of Thrones fans, you know, who want to see Daenerys. Do you think Kate Upton has played five minutes of that game? No. I want to know where we're I'm not just seeing... telling you tatas do sell me on playing games. <laughs> I bought Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyballs 1 and 2. So it would sell me. I luckily have not seen these ads. and So, <laughs> so you're not getting into that mobile so, game. But I probably would buy it. That could I be saw. your new shitter game. <laughs> yes, yeah. it could be. I don't know. I have a long-standing relationship with my current one. So well, I don't know. Yeah, did you say what you were playing? No. <laughs> okay, what's your shitter game? It's so Well, it's so old school, but it's just like Tetris. And I've played it for years, and I'm, like, really good at it. And so, like, <laughs> I like the challenge, you know, and my Tetris games can get really dramatic. Is it challenging anymore? It can be. Well, I kind of like it when I when I mess up a lot, and I'm, like, really close to losing, and I, and I like, and I like drop it down to, to zero. Yes. You know, like, that's that just, to me, it's still... That is very dramatic. I yeah. would agree. That was fun to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have epic moments on the shitter where it's just like where it feels like I'm saving the world if you got a squatty potty that would be a shorter trip I actually am uh, I'm just gonna say I'm a real advocate for the squatty potty because you they're know, not even a when, sponsor I just no, use it I'm it's just awesome. saying I'm, I'm all about you know uh, bowel care and, <laughs> and you know if you sit without squatting you know it, it bends your colon right. and you can't efficiently evacuate and you get hemorrhoids yeah. and it's and so bad god knows what else is going I'm, on back there. i'm literally actually seriously considering buying one 25 bucks and they sell I them know, at but target they're so now. ugly so i want to get the bamboo one yes, but it's like one 70 dollars yes. and i just don't know if i want to spend that well money. And it's also smaller <laughs> well maybe somebody that you have to go out and visit who knows he can benefit from you having a squatty potty will buy it for you for Christmas. I'm not naming names because I don't know his name, but he knows, he knows who he is. Yes. Even if I don't. All right, back but to the Steam, Steam console. Yes, Steam console. <laughs> Good grief. I don't know. I've never used Steam. It sounds like a wonderful service, and I know that I feel like an idiot because I don't mm-hmm. use it, but I don't have a PC. I was sold on a Mac. You can still yeah. use it on Mac. You can? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I have it. I have a Mac. Oh. I'm not but, a big PC gamer, but I use it to buy older games. Like, right. you know, so well, the I don't pl- buy The plus games. for me with this console is that it, I mean, it acts like a console. I could play it in my bedroom rather than having to be tied to a computer, which is what mm-hmm. I don't like about playing PC games anyway. Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, the, we were all talking about an article about, uh, I forgot where you found the article. Do you remember? I think I it was The Verge. Was oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an amazing website. Is it a computer website? Yeah, just tech stuff. Tech stuff? Mm -hmm. That it was like, hold off on buying this console just yet. And they, because they, I mean, I understand wanting to warn people that a new console doesn't have everything that you're going to want. But they even said, it's a good idea, just hold off on buying it now. And don't be the early adopter in this case. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. but without early adopters, how are they going to know that there's interest? Well, somebody's got to buy the Apple Watch. I know people that have. (laughs) I know really? someone that did buy the Apple Watch, and I couldn't even do a Dick Tracy joke on him because he's only 20, and oh. I don't think he even knows who Dick Tracy is. Yeah. Not even connected to the movie with Madonna. <laughs> I only know who Dick Tracy is because my name's Tracy, and people are like, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Tracy's Dick. <laughs> well, now you can have a fucking watch that you can talk to somebody on FaceTime. That's the whole point. I... Like, I care so little about the Apple Watch. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like a lot of Apple stuff, but just... Yeah. When is Apple going to come out with a cock ring? <laughs> I don't know the point. I imagine it would combine certain elements of the Fitbit. Strange enough that you mentioned this. <laughs> I saw something today that is a, a Fitbit for your dick. Oh, no. Yes. What kind of mileage? What kind of... Yeah, how does it's it not track? a Fitbit, but you put it around your dick and um, then it like... You tells know, you how many calories you've burned per thrust? Kind of. And it, wow. you know, like it measures a whole sorts of things about your penis while you're having sex. 
So in case you want that sort of, you know, microdata. Does it connect to Grinder and tell them when you're lying? <laughs> actually, Warning, that's... his clock is not actually six inches. <laughs> Grinder can use that. You might be onto something. The Grinder validation. Grinder can use something because every time I open that app up, it's going through some kind of, it, it says don't close the app or else you'll lose data. Maybe it's because really? I'm still on an iPhone 4. Well, no, it's probably because Grinder has crappy software. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. They don't listen, <laughs> unless they do. <laughs> Hi, Grinder. <laughs> but okay, Steam console. Oh right. So it's How not. How does Steam it's keep not, leading us into sex topics? It's not a true console in the terms of like a, a Xbox or a PlayStation Four. <clears throat> Basically, what it is is like a cheap gaming computer. Yeah. Okay. But it runs on Linux and not off of. Windows. Okay. So, um, there's a little bit of, I mean... Will I be able to plug it into my TV? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. But one of the, one of the complaints about, uh, for the article that we had all kind of read, which we can post to the Facebook page. We'll post it at this point. <clears throat> um, was that there's a lot of things that, you know, you can do in your computer that you can't really do in the Steam console. So basically it is sort of like a computer that just plays your games. So, but, you know, if you're really into that, Steam has the cheapest games. I mean, you can buy games on on that service way cheaper than you can get a used game at GameStop. And all because you can download it directly to your computer? Yeah. I saw, I think it was Steam, I saw the Mass Effect trilogy for eight ninety nine, All three games. That's a good deal. That is something I would partake in. But if you buy it... Now, and you can get it like a good deal for the console versions, like for PlayStation 3, if you get the Mass Effect trilogy, it's like 30 bucks. So that's still yeah. a great price. Still $10 a game. But compared to, you know, $8.99. Yeah. Well, they don't have to pay for packaging. That always helps. True. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I want to go back to something that we started to talk about because we were talking about that app. Um, War, what is it? God of War? No, oh, no, no. Fire, uh, uh, Game of War, Fire Age, Game of War, Game of Game of Tatas, Kate Upton's Tatas <laughs> present. Every time, like, I, every time you mention her, because you've mentioned her to me before, I, like, just think just it's I think of Kate Middleton. I'm like, why oh. would the why would the Princess of England <laughs> show her Tatas in a game? Well, honestly, I don't know what Kate Upton looks like. But... She's blonde. <laughs> She's a, a Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimsuit model, oh. blonde. She was in that movie with Cameron Diaz and Leslie. Man. Oh, okay, yeah. With she's Jamie Lannister. She's cute. Yeah, I want to know. I know that the one other then. the other woman. I know that one. Then if Jamie <laughs> Lannister's in it. I know it. <laughs> now you said that there you wanted to talk about Game of Thrones. Now yes. I tend to binge when they're all finished, so I actually haven't seen it. But I'm I personally am spoiler proof. But if you, dear listener, have not seen Game of Thrones from uh, Sunday. The yeah. uh, the seventh. We, we are recording this on the eighth yes. of June. The last night's episode. Actually, we should talk about the last two episodes. Yes. Okay. Now I want to know: Is the spoiler that she shows her tits again? <laughs> she has not been naked since the beginning of the show, and I know that that's a great she disappointment. Has, no, she had some sex scenes this. Yeah, year. but only like one nipple slips out at one point. Like <laughs> she doesn't just, just like like an, an aerial fresh. She yeah, no, show, seriously. She used all the to time. show full beef. And that's what brought, like, the straight guys in to watch it. We've had yeah. more man-ass lately. Oh, yeah. Which is fine for me, of course. Mm -hmm. But yes. she's, she's very beautiful. And then all oh, yeah. of a sudden she's like, oh, I'm a success. Oh, I don't want to show my tits anymore. Well, she's a queen, Khaleesi, breaker of chains, blah, 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 blah. She should now be she walking around naked. To. Yeah. And she's going to be in the new <clears throat> Terminator movie, too. Yes. Yeah. And she looks like a baby in it. Um, like almost totally different person. Well, and when she's in the billboards next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's like a raisin, <laughs> raisin in the sun. Oh my god, he looks terrible. Hey. They have a complete CGI version of him, though. Like when he's yeah, younger. I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw it in the trailer, and he looks mm -hmm. hot. But I don't think I do not think he is as hot. He was as hot when he was younger as his CGI looks. You think his CGI version is hotter than his younger, his self. younger self? I do. Hmm. Hmm. Well, they probably enhanced little flaws and stuff. To well, like his know. face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, now we're really getting into the uncanny valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I think they also kind of, they made him muscular, but slimmed him down, too. That's what it looks Possibly, like to me. Yeah. Um, but all yes. right, so okay. what is this so Game, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. If, you're, if you don't want to hear anything about the last two episodes, just fast forward, like... 
a minute or two. <laughs> so, two episodes ago, we had the giant battle at Hardhome, which was the John John Snow leading the Wildlings against this attack with from the White Walkers and all of mm-hmm. the zombie army, which was more zombies than we've ever seen on The Walking Dead, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best episodes of this mm-hmm. series so far. Um, They're all like emaciated and hot. <laughs> the zombies. Yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah. just got to give them. They a, were totally heroin chic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, it's so hot when they you can see their rib cage. Like Jesus. <laughs> Are you going to cut that out? (laughs) (laughs) No. All of you Christians send Uh, angry emails to Mark Waters at... (laughs) That's right, I'll take it. (laughs) But, um, no, so this last night's episode had two very extremely shocking moments. The first one was the death by fire burnt alive of the young child, Sheree Brathian. Yeah. And she was a terrific actress. She was like one of the few characters that you could universally like. Mm-hmm. And she's dead. I'm trying to remember who she Sacrificed is. Sacrificed by her parents. She has and the, the gray scale on her face, like half of her Oh, face her? Is she's the one that taught that guy how to read. Yeah. Yes. She died? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah her, her dad has her burned alive at the stake. That's I feel like more children should die in shows. Cause <laughs> uh, let me explain. I don't. Uh, there is a. Re- in, in movies, the hard and fast rule is don't kill pets and don't kill children. Mm-hmm. But I think we're at an age now where we're so numb to everyone else dying that we should be killing more pets and more children in movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that's a controversial uh, stand. Well, <laughs> and it was, it was, this happened probably like two thirds of the way through the episode. It was like very depressing and everyone's, uh, well, I was just like, what the f- what the, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, they had a rape and now they killed a child? Right. But then it ended on a very awesome note with, um, there was a big gladiator scene. And Do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> Timmy? <laughs> I like it when Spot jumps up and down on your leg. Alright, so there's a big gladiator scene. The big gladiator scene, which then ends up, um, the Sons of the Harpy sort of take over the arena and attack Daenerys mm. and all of her, you know, supporters. Um, and, you know, of course, right as, you know, they're, like, surrounded by everybody, then you hear, like, the scream of the dragon, and, you know, and basically she sort of, like, tele- telepathically summons it. Mm-hmm. He comes and starts burning the sons of the harpy mm. and eating them and just, you know, uh, dismantling, disemboweling, all those sorts of things. Okay, so the last time I remember seeing them, seeing the dragons, this was at the end of last season, she had to chain them and put them away because yes. they were running free. They were burning children. Right. Oh, there's another dead children. But they were only able to chain two of them. Yes. Where'd the third one go? The third one just sort of like never came back. Yeah. Is that the one that she calls? Yes. Mm-hmm. Aha! The other ones are still in chains. Yes. So they are doing... And they actually have a pretty cool scene earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which we won't spoil. Okay. But yeah, so then the the triumphant moment, the cliffhanger at the end of the show is her getting on the back of the dragon and like flying around and out of the arena. So is it done? Is this the end of the season? No, there's one more episode. Mm-hmm. Well, what could top that? I know. Well, and that... I'll that... tell you what could top it if she gets naked. You don't think so? Is that all you want to see? Someone's going to get naked in the well, finale. That's her, all I know. Her lover has been naked and I think that was way more important it's... this season. Now, is she I seeing think women or men? Uh, women, uh, men. She's yeah. She has like a lover and a husband. Yeah. At this point, and he's Wouldn't like be nice? a Dutch mega stud, and he is yes. incredible. And he just shows his his perfectly he's toned all... uh, buttocks at every opportunity. <laughs> he's and... also in Orphan Black in Nashville. Yeah. And... Oh, he's like literally he in, in everything. Orphan Black. Is he? Was he, he her boyfriend at the beginning? No. He, no. He's, he's super hot not, too. Yeah. He's not in the first season. He's in. He comes in the second season as like her boyfriend from the past. He's an Asian Adeline. He's like in everything. Like well, everything. The guy's yeah. gotta work. Yeah, he's really like a rising star. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah, totally. Has got us all rising. And you see <laughs> full yeah. rear toll, not frontal. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see any um like man burger? Which is like <laughs> a man like burger? Like the just the the From the back. The mush. Right. Like on a woman it's like rear beavage. <laughs> man burger? No. Hmm. No, what's he like um? I don't know what a good um, term is. it a man witch? <laughs> Do you see any ball hangage? 
No, no. I don't think so. Undercarriage, maybe. I think that he has uh, a, the, the cock sock on, so I think yeah. that, yeah. It's probably strapped to the side. Yeah. Although, you know, it's funny that one of the few characters whose balls we have seen, at least in silhouette, is the old man who was in Indiana Jones. Right. <laughs> oh, he was! Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't put that together. Yeah. Which old man? The old maester. Mm-hmm. And he was um, the one from, I think it was Last Crusade, right? Was he the old man? And was the like one that drinks pe- the thing and then... Oh, that's him? Yeah. He's the main bad guy. Yes. Oh, and his hair grows really long and he's like... Whoa. Yeah, I think yeah. that's him. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> All right. So those are the two spoilers. A child two dies. Spoilers. Yeah. Child death, dragon riding. Both scenes were exceptional, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I thought. Why it was really awesome. That's why Tracy and I were like, had to talk about it. Why did they have to kill the girl? Well, Melisandre was sacrificing her to the Lord of Light because she has king's blood. Now, do you think that this... Every time they talk about the Lord of Light, I always think of Christianity. Is this sort of supposed to be some sort of indictment of Christianity because it's only one God as well, opposed to many? Well, I think all of the religions are sort of a different aspect of Christianity because mm. George R. R. Martin has also talked about the seven... Because there's a whole another religious side plot now in this season where Cersei has raised up like this common priest to be like the leader of the church. And so there's this whole side plot that's he based on like the medieval Christian church. Mm. Interesting. But they're, you know, obviously in the Game of Thrones are a separate religion from the Lord of Light. Right. Okay. Interestingly though, the the Lord of Light seems to be the only religion that that might actually have some something behind it considering that th- we have seen some of the magic right of the lord of light well maybe she's able to tap into the magic i mean doesn't the daenerys doesn't she tap into magic to a certain extent to control the dragons? well the dragon's magic mm. yeah. yeah well i mean to hatch the eggs yeah you know she has to have some sort yeah. of power. she's immune from fire basically yeah fire resistance plus mm-hmm. 80 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if she walks into fire her clothing will burn off and then she can be naked. Yeah. I, I really don't care. I just, you know, it's just something I noticed about the show. Yeah. yeah. You know. Have you noticed that Melisandre, my personal favorite character, doesn't even need fire to get naked? She's just <laughs> any opportunity. Oh, yeah. She's been naked this season. She tried like to have any... sex with Jon Snow. Yeah. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I guess. I think he's hot. Mm-hmm. I saw, yeah. I saw, um, uh, what's the movie with Vesu- Mount Vesuvius? Mm. Pompeii. I watched Pompeii yeah. just to see his abs. I know. It was pre- yeah. Keith, Kiefer Sutherland was like terrible. Way over he the was top. in that movie? Yeah. yeah. He's like Nick Cage. He was like the I didn't rich... see it. I heard it was awful. <laughs> he was like the rich senator. It's that worth was, like, watching. Wanted to marry oh, no. whatever girl, girl who that John could talk Snow to horses. Like she was the total fucking horse whisperer. He cannot. Well, and that do... was the girl from mm-hmm. like uh, Sucker Punch and. Um, oh, I like her. Uh, actually. The Lemony Snicket movies mm. she or the, i guess there's only one and that but one movie that horror movie with elizabeth banks the un it's like the i can't remember <laughs> what it's called but it's based it's based off of a really good south korean horror film called mm. a tale of two sisters but it's on the uninvited she's in that oh, too i have to watch that uh watch the south korean movie oh. don't watch the un- yeah but <laughs> i've had to discipline myself if i watch um if i watch a um foreign movie on netflix mm-hmm. like i I've gotten used to playing shitter games on my phone, mm-hmm. but when I'm in bed, mm-hmm. not shitting, I have to point out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, that was my ex. Rumor has it. <laughs> and it was just urine. But none- nonetheless, I would play games while I'm watching TV, but I've had to break myself of that habit because I have a whole queue of movies I want to watch on Netflix that are, mm. that are foreign, and I know that I have to read them mm-hmm. and watch them. It's not a chore. I enjoy it. I just have to retrain myself. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So now comes the part of the show that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Let's talk about what made us level up. <laughs> Adam, why don't you go ahead and start? Um, well, this past weekend was my birthday. Whee! Yay. Um, and what made me level up, besides all the awesome celebration I had with all of my awesome friends, was that uh, the gift that I got from my boyfriend um, is called Pencil. And it, it goes with my iPad. So there's this program I've been using my iPad. Mm. It's a drawing program. It's called Paper. It's made by this company called 53. Mm. And it, it just, it completely works like, you know, you have, you, it, you can use it with your finger or a stylus and you basically just draw. You have all these different tools. You have like a, a pen, marker, you know, and they've just added a whole bunch of new tools 
watercolor. So you can like basically draw like you would draw on a paper mm. on this app called Paper. So um, <clears throat> I got the pencil, which goes with the app. It connects to the the tablet through Bluetooth, and it lets you do all these like awesome extra features with this paper app. So you can like smudge with your finger, and there's oh. like an eraser, and it's like so basically any. Almost anything you can draw on a paper, you can then draw on the app with the pencil, the app paper with the device pencil. Did you do your your um, Friday Night Nude of R2 on yes. this? Yeah, that I was did. pretty good. Thank you. Um, so, you know, I, I used to be very into drawing, and of course I'm not at the level like Stephen would be, but... Um, I really enjoy it and I'm it's this is helping me get into it more again and you know then once you have a drawing you can like share it on the app and one of the cool things with the app is like different users will like create a thing like a little picture that they'll post on their feed or whatever and then you can take their picture and then change it and then post it and then you can like see all the different versions so like they might just draw like what do you see in the mirror and draw like a mirror and then all these different people like draw their own version of it so it's, it's pretty interactive with the social aspect of it. Mm. I think That's the pencil's cool. really groovy. Yeah. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. It's around here somewhere. <laughs> okay, Dr. Trey, what made you level up? Well, um, last week was the finale of Community. Which I don't know oh, if anyone yeah. watches. Is that it? on? That's on Yahoo. It's now? On Yahoo. What's it like having to watch it on Yahoo? Well, I, I watch it on the Xbox app, and there's no commercials. It's nice. the app. The one annoying thing is if you leave the show, it doesn't save your spot. But that's. Oh. But it's um, no, it's it's been very pleasant. So whatever you do, you cannot go to the bathroom while it's on. No, you can pause it. It will remember. You just can't turn off the Xbox. Oh, I see. Okay. But I'm sure. I'm sure on other platforms it's okay. But uh, but uh, the show's been excellent. Mm-hmm. And the finale may have been the series finale, and it was, like, basically perfect. But the thing that really kind of got me excited, and this is very controversial, and you guys are probably not going to like this, but it threw some major shade at the Marvel movies. And, like, just basically said, like, why are people loving these movies? They're kind of bland. And to be honest, (laughs) I kind of... I kind of share that opinion. Like, I mean, I I don't really hate any of them, but Uh they're just, they don't really inspire me in any way and i kind of like that someone's not afraid to say it I and so that we, really made me level up well adam was gone right after so the three of us went to go see with a with a small group of people we all saw uh ultron age of ultron together mm-hmm. avengers 2 mm-hmm. and uh adam had told me at our last podcast that we were on that you didn't care for the movie which is fine mm-hmm. you know everybody's entitled to their opinion did yeah. you grow up reading comic books no i did not okay that's the perspective that i think colors our perspective, mine and Adam's, on the movie because it's like watching a comic book come to life that we're able to forgive its flaws, any flaws. It's ample flaws. Well, that's that's your opinion. (laughs) There's people that disagree with how Black Widow's story was told. I found it gave her depth. Yeah. But I'm also a big Scarlett Johansson fan and I think that she's, I think she does a great job and it's a shame that they're not going to do a Black Widow movie. Would you see a Black Widow movie? You know, I would because she's like my favorite character and I thought she was so interesting in uh, Winter Soldier, especially Mm -hmm. like, uh, but I think that she works better kind of as like a more mysterious side character who comes in and out. Like I think giving her her own movie might actually kind of ruin her appeal. Mm. Diminish it if she's been explained too much. Exactly. You didn't care to find out that something was wrong with her uterus. (laughs) (laughs) I do think that... In the first Avengers, her scene with Loki is the the all time high point of all the uh, all the Avengers. That was canon. a really good scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was excellent. And I actually really liked the first Avengers movie. Just for the record, <laughs> I thought that this the Ultron was a huge step down. Our two <laughs> listeners are going to really complain about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think they might. I don't know. <laughs> what now? What about the movie? Did you actually find bland? I am interested in knowing that because it had a lot of action in it. Yeah, but the, you know, the action wasn't shot that well, so I had a hard time following what was happening, which always annoys me in mm. movies. Uh, it, I just, all this, the character, it seemed like they were spreading everything too thin. Like, they were trying to fit yeah. too many storylines, and I just felt like nobody got any development. And they introduced fair. two new characters. Right. Who, three. Were, three new characters. Well, well, they had the Scarlet Witch, Vision. Yeah. Quicksilver. And Quicksilver. Vision, like, I was kind of okay with his introduction. It was kind of random, but, like, um, 
what happens to Quicksilver in the movie makes me hate how they handled that whole like their their introduction because it just had no power. Like, it, but you know it, why they had to do it that way? I don't actually. I do not know. Well, because Fox owns the rights to use Quicksilver because Quicksilver yeah. is technically a mutant, and he is the son of Magneto. And so Quicksilver is his daughter. Mm-hmm. Now they're changing that in the mm-hmm. comic books. Yeah. But it seems like the deal that Fox made with Marvel for this character sharing thing was that Marvel gets Scarlet Witch, Fox gets Quicksilver, yeah. you know, and they'll mm-hmm. kind of... It's, but they let him use Quicksilver. It's like the parent trap. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Someday we can trick them into sharing them yeah. again. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, it just, they could have done the same thing, but they just needed to give more depth to his character throughout the movie. and His just... pecs weren't enough? Did they show his pecs in that movie? Through the, well, I mean, through the shirt. <laughs> I would take Evan Peters any day yeah. over him. I mean, like, I, I like him. Uh, what's his name? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor, Ta- Taylor Johnson as an actor, but Evan Peters is hotter, and they did a much better job with Quicksilver in First Definitely. Class. Setting up that scene... Class. Setting up the scene in first class where he's, you know, to yeah. set everybody up to fail or to get hurt. Nobody died, but that was genius filmmaking. Yeah. That made the whole movie for me. And it was Days of Future Past. Sorry, I just misquoted. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, what was it that we just said? Oh, we'll I said first class back something. Oh, yeah, first class two. Yeah. All right. So in honor of Stephen. And because mm-hmm. Stephen's not here, I actually have two things that made me level up. Okay. What? Yes. Just one. <laughs> no. So he always does two or three. Give me a break. So the first one is really dumb. And it's a, it's a personal struggle that I have not been satisfied with a deodorant for ages. Okay. I know this is very strange, but I finally found one that works. And it's at Trader Joe's and it's unscented and I have not had a problem with it all day. Wow. Oh. Tom's Until Tom's now. No, it's oh. it's like a Trader Joe's brand. Oh, that's and it has cotton fibers in it that help mm-hmm. absorb interesting wetness. Now I know that's ridiculous, but I need that kind of <laughs> containment because I am also now getting into film noir in a much deeper level than I ever have before. You know, back in the '30s and '40s, these crime dra- and even the '50s crime dramas where the hero isn't always it's not always black and white, even though the film is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, it started with uh, The Big Sleep, which is a Raymond Chandler novel. Uh, the movie starred Lauren McCall and um, Humphrey Bogart. And then I found out it was the second movie that they were in. So today I watched the first movie that they were in, To Have or Have Not, which is a Steinbeck novel. And I just, more and more I'm finding new movies to watch mm-hmm. and obscure movies that I, you know, that you do have to do research on and mm. I love mysteries and so this is fulfilling me in a way that I haven't felt fulfilled since playing L.A. Noir. It's filling your every crevice. Every hole. <laughs> the big black hole in my heart. <laughs> it's not a brown hole. No. <laughs> I've had it bleached. <laughs> yes. Alright, so that's all the time we have for this week. <laughs> Tune in next week when we talk about God knows what. Hey, well, next week we actually have a We'll be doing a recap of E3 because huh. we actually have representation at E3. Oh, that's E3. right. Stephen will be Stephen at E3. Stephen will oh, no be way. there. So we will um, have somebody on the scene. If you have any special requests for Stephen, send us an email or send us a Facebook message. And mm-hmm. um, we'll find out all the news next time. So until then. Until then. Game, game on. on.